0: Autobots transform. Well hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast. Show am all. I'm John. And today this is episode 9 of Transformers Armada. It is confrontation. This episode was written by
1: Shoji Tonoki. And the last time on Transformers Armada, while searching for a Minicon in the Sahara Desert, the kids got trapped underground uh, in a pyramid with Demolisher while the battle raged on above. And in this episode, uh, you know, not much happens at the start of this episode, but there is that relaxing guitar track. Makes me, makes me feel like sitting on the beach. Wanna just go sit on the beach for a while? Yes, I do. Uh,
0: This is nice. Nicer with a round of mojitos. Hey there fellas, uh, I have one mojita for, oh. for you, one for you, dear listener, and one for old Lou here. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers.
1: You know, Paul, the world kinda of sucks right now. How about if we just sit here on the beach with our drinks and the dear listeners for a bit? Sounds good.
0: hate to be that guy but the opening bumper's coming up all right
1: so when we come back from the opening bumper red carlos and alexis are headed somewhere and fred and Vaughn's are trying to catch up or or join i don't
0: i know these two are supposed to be bullies but they don't act like it no not so much anymore. They're, they're more mean, well, Vontage is more mean to Fred than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's like, oh, wait up. But the other ones are like, did you invite him? No, I didn't invite him. And then they just speed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're
1: kind of being treated like the weird friend that uh, Rad and Carlos and Alexis don't want to hang around with. But uh, while they're uh, driving through the forest somewhere, Cyclonus shows up.
0: Yep, he's here now and they split up to try and get away from him because he can only chase one of them, I guess. And he cuts Rad off and you notice his, Rad's animation is of him pedaling a bike but he's riding high wire like isn't high wire a motorcycle
1: yeah you know what this is the point where i'm just gonna say rad has maybe the most boring face of an animated (laughs) character i've ever seen it is so nondescript rad's face looks like the face that every 12 and 13 year old kid draws the first time they try to draw anime (laughs) it's
0: like where they get you to draw the triangle and the line down the middle and he erased that yeah, later yeah. yeah
1: there's no definition like carlos has an emotive face alexis has an emotive face she has angles on her face there's definition in places rad is just like nondescript and the times when he's just staring at the camera without you know usually during a voiceover the only voice i can hear looking at his face is <laughs> anyway
0: uh cyclonus is uh, shooting at all of them oh oh uh, rad has laser beak this is a setup yeah he pulls that out of his pocket and I. I guess he uses that like a taser on Cyclonus. I, yeah. Yeah. Why not? But yeah, Cyclonus starts chasing him again because he needs an attitude adjustment, and now Red is worried about Vance and Fred. Like, oh no, what if he gets to them? And with Vance and Fred, Cyclonus flies close enough that they can see there's no pilot. Ooh, and then he i, I know in an earlier episode I said how like they don't look like vehicles, they look
1: like giant toys. And Cyclonus, when in vehicle mode, the I don't know, guns, let's call them, are really yeah. just his arms. Yeah, uh, like he still has those, hands. Yeah, those <laughs> arms activate.
0: He grabs Fred and, and uh vaunts and flies off. Yeah, but before he leaves, though, he tells Rad to tell Optimus that we'll trade them for the Minicons. And Rad sends Laserbeak
1: off to track Cyclonus. So uh, the Autobots, back at their base, lock onto Cyclonus's coordinates and they, they just warp out. This is some, like... It looks like an abandoned old mining town.
0: Yeah, I said it looks like the village in Resident Evil 4, if you've ever played that game. <laughs> I haven't, but I can imagine it, yeah. There's there's no Ganados running around, but uh, there is a Tumbleweed rolling around, having a good time. But then Demolisher just squashes it, and say, he's here now, and so was Starscream. And they're both telling Cyclonus, oh, this better work, or like your head's going to roll, or do better work or else. Like, okay. I don't get why the hate just shifts. Everybody is mean to everybody uh, on the Decepticons. Oh, but it is worth noting, Megatron is not here. Nope, he is he is absolutely not here. But someone who is here is Laserbeak perched on top of a flagpole or something watching them. And who also is another person here. Ah, uh, fuck. But, but okay, you know what? Vaunt and Fred are in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, inside one of these buildings. And Fred's like, I told you they were here to conquer the world and they're going to drain our brains. And then. Vaughn starts digging around in all the junk in here. Cause it's just packed to the rafters with all this destroyed stuff. But then a bolt drops from the ceiling and standing above them in robot mode on a beam. Is buggy man, I mean, leader one. <laughs> okay. Two things here. I don't know if it was forced
1: perspective or like bad perspective or what, but that bolt looks like it's about a foot wide across. Yes. It looks huge. But also, okay. Who are the, who are the two guys from Power Rangers? The dumbasses who were like, it was, it was the fat oh, guy and then skull. the skinny guy. Who are they? <laughs> Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull. These, <laughs> these two are Bulk and Skull, I'm coming to realize. They're just idiots who are idiots for idiot's sake. And and that's, anyway, there is kind of a funny thing when, when Fred uh, is worried they're going to eat his brain. Vance is
0: like, why are you worried? I've got more brains than you do. <laughs> uh, that was a good burn. But yeah, Vance thinks that this robot is here to spy on them, and now they're going to set a trap, Fred says. good I don't know, it didn't seem to really make sense to me, but now the Autobots are here, while well, they're outside, and Optimus stops on a dime, Rad gets out, and he thinks it'd be best if they split up, except the Autobots just all transform and go one way, like, leaving the kids behind. Which seems to
1: be a theme that's going to happen more in this show, is split up means kids go one way, Autobots go the other. Yeah. <laughs> so, like back it. in the warehouse, uh, Fred's eating <laughs> chips, and he offers one to Leader mm-hmm. One, who... OK, I, I will give this show credit for a robot that has no face and does not move anything to a moat. I actually got some character out of Leader One in this episode, which yeah. is kind of amazing. But Fred offers him a potato chip and Leader One comes over and Vance gives him the stink eye. <laughs>
0: And back outside, the Autobots are arguing with Cyclonus. Hand over those kids unharmed, and then you'll get the mini-cons and Cyclonus wants the exact opposite. Oh, the their argument is one step away from somebody saying, Nuh-uh. <laughs> and then Hotshot's even like, we can't trust him. And then Cyclonus gets really offended by that. He's like, What did you say? And it's like as the split screen <laughs> how, looking how, at each how, other. How dare you, sir? Yeah, and then back in the barn, all 90 pounds of aunt, tackles leader one, and both boys get on him and Fred says something about it. You can't have my chips. <laughs> Minicon, uh one of the most powerful beings in
1: the universe, who is the Minicon to one of the most powerful Decepticons ever, <laughs> just got
0: tackled by Vaughns and Fred. Yes, like two twelve-year-old boys. But uh now that they got him down though, leader one fires his chest laser thing i guess and it blasts a hole in the roof yeah blows the cover everybody knows where they are now hotshot
1: notices it right away and then he and cyclonus get into a fire fu- into a chase I was gonna say fight it, it's a chase fight and it's not bad there's some good stuff here starscreen goes up against red alert and optimus slugs demolisher oh yeah <laughs> like just lays him out with like a roundhouse kick oh yeah uh oh and then okay this was weird Back in the warehouse, Vance and Fred then look up and they see the kids' minicons standing up there and go, ah," and they're really worried. But we know they're not a threat.
0: Anyway, commercial break. Yeah, when we come back, Fred and Vance apparently don't recognize Highwire and Grindr from the other day, even though they saw them in robot (laughs) mode. And the minicons jump down and they surround Leader One, but... It just looks and sounds like they're just talking to him. I think the boys even say, what are they doing? It looks to me like they're just talking to each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's got a real, like, uh, meeting on the pitcher's mound kind of a vibe. Yeah. But uh, back at the fight, Hotshot combines with Jolt. This was the part of the chase I really liked. He combines with Jolt, and basically this turns the tables on the chase. Uh, t- Hotshot turns around. He starts chasing Cyclonus, opens fire, flies
0: through the air, because physics. Um <laughs> And uh, then Cyclonus takes off. And now the other kids are here. They're up on the beam, too. I guess that's how you get into the (laughs) and You come in through the ceiling. And uh, Fred's like, oh, what's with the costumes? And then... Alexis is just like aren't you glad to see us and they're like we sure are Alexis wink yeah like, this oh, oh and, and what's the episode girl the, talk to them yeah
1: there's, there's this is again another theme that's coming up it was a little it was alluded at at the beginning but I think we're really going to get into there's going to be an episode where all four of them are vying for her affection <laughs> yeah. probably like a Valentine's Day episode or something hokey and she couldn't care less about any of them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah and Rad asks Highwire what Leader One is saying But before Highwire can say anything back megatron transforms and stands up because he was there the whole
1: time now normally in these episodes somebody's gonna say ha 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 that was part of our plan and i'm like there's no way you planned that yes. but credit where credit's due they obviously planned this that's where the two boys that came to get ours right so yeah yeah so they, they megatron just laid in wait and it works because he traps all of the kids and their minicons most powerful beings in the universe uh
0: inside an energy bubble and starts to crush them yeah some kind of purple lightning and he punches his way out of the burn which that was a neat shot that was really cool (laughs) and then they realize oh shit megatron's here
1: yeah and and so this episode now basically just becomes a negotiation uh megatron wants the rest of the minicons in or he's going to kill the kids and i guess destroy the minicons and here is the flaw with optimus prime yep (laughs) it doesn't matter what series it doesn't matter. What Optimus Prime, he will sacrifice the future of the universe
0: for the temporary safety of a couple school children. He is, uh, when he says freedom is the right of all sentient beings, he, he's not talking down the road. He means right now. But he <laughs>
1: specifically means freedom from for those kids because yeah. the rest of us are going to all die. <laughs> At least we'll die free. I don't know. It's, but it he's, is, he's, it is the fundamental really flaw. And he is uh, particularly... Uh, Um, hardcore about it in this one. I will not. He even apologizes because the kids are like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm sorry, kids. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like this now. I'm Optimus (laughs) Prime. Give your uncle a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uncle Optimus. Oh, my God. Okay, back on track. What's happening? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So the Optimus, uh, the Autobots give up the minicons.
0: Yeah. uh, Long arm jolt, disconnect, transform. They walk over. Yeah, Red says they have to do something and yells at Laserbeak, and Leader One looks down at them from Megatron's shoulder. And then... Sparkplug joins Long and Jolt, but, of course, Megatron tricked them, and then Rad reaches through the energy field and tases Megatron with Laserbeak. Yeah, okay, look, at
1: least they set it up earlier where he tased uh, Cyclonus, but it's like, you can just reach out of the energy sphere that was crushing you. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Um, it, it, but it's enough to distract Megatron that he, he drops the kids.
0: Yeah, he sends Leader One down to deal with him, and all he does is grab uh rad's arm but uh, the minicons transform as they're all falling and the kids land on them except fred lands face first on the ground yeah and also carlos
1: lands on Shershock, sure but he lands on Shershock sure about a foot off the ground and then slams into the ground like these these children are dead or paralyzed <laughs> This is a
0: big Megatron, very tall. Oh, yes. And uh, Optimus and Red Alert have Demolisher and Starscream in the old half Nelson, but Megatron still still has Rad. Like, I guess he didn't drop him. And he's squish him good if they don't do what he says. And then Fred is Rad's best friend for reasons. Yeah, he notices Laserbeak just in front of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he picks it it up. Because what I hope was a G1 reference to the time they used the jackhammer on Skywarp's leg and roll for it, Fred runs with Laserbeak and starts zapping Megatron in the leg.
1: Yeah, which is uh, okay, whatever. It 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 it's enough to get Leader 1 down and and uh, Leader 1 squares off against Fred who starts to remind him, "Hey, I don't you remember? I'm your friend, we're friends, but if I remember correctly, Fred, all you did was tempt him with food and then attack him.
0: Yeah, and then yell at him for trying to eat it." <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's still all, all the distraction Hotshot needed. He lunges at Megatron and backhands his arm, which causes Megatron to drop Red and Hotshot catches them, and then Hotshot just fucking lays Megatron out. And I'm like, Ugh. but it should have been Optimus. It should have been it Optimus. It should have been Optimus, that. but I took it this
1: way, Paul. You could probably count on one hand across all the series we've watched, the number of Autobots who have punched Megatron out. Obviously Optimus. I think Bulkhead did in Prime. If anybody I know he tried been. to in an Animated. I want to say Ironhide did at some point. Grimlock probably has, but I Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any others. There's not too many. And Hotshot has been established as a warrior, so if this guy has punched out Megatron, he went up a
0: rung in my Respecto meter. (laughs) Or ladder. Yeah, and then Red Alert and Hotshot get their Minicons back, and they link up, and now the Autobots have Starscream and Demolisher cornered, and they run to Megatron, and of course, I'm not hurt, you idiots! And then they all just teleport back to the moon. <laughs> I'm not crying! Uh, so, uh, yeah, the kids thank Fred, uh, they introduce
1: them to the Autobots, and then, this is important, Rad gives us a voiceover that says, well, the secret was out! Man, everybody knows about Transformers now, so that's probably going to remain consistent for the next few episodes, right?
0: Septicon take Vons and Fred hostage and want the Minicons in exchange, but then Megatron, who was hiding inside the burn- How and why the fuck did they hide Megatron inside the barn? How'd they get him in there in the first place? Like, obviously, he must have teleported directly inside, which begs the question, if you can teleport that precisely, why can't they get any closer to the friggin' Minicons they're after? And, and then they covered him in all kinds of broken junk and machines and shit, like the time it would take to do that alone, to get that set up- just hide him in the woods or something. What was the point of him actually being in the barn? Did he want to hear what Vance and Fred would say about him? And then when the other kids get there with their Minicons, he gets more hostages and the Minicons in one fell swoop. Isn't that enough for one day? Take these three Minicons and go back to the moon. Which is another thing. He says he's going to keep the kids to bargain with later. Keep them where? How are you going to keep them alive on the fucking moon, stupid? Also, if you didn't give them back this time, why would you expect the Autobots to believe you? <laughs> Here
1: we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show Confrontation. Paul, what'd you think
0: of Confrontation? It was better than the last one, I thought. Yeah, was, yeah. No, yeah, it was okay. Bad episode, not bad. Maybe maybe a 6 or a 7. Yeah, it was kid heavy, <laughs>
1: which is uh, I mean, I've I've never really enjoyed that. The downside of this episode is that this series is continuously disappointing me in not building any story with Vance and Fred. Yeah. Like at first I thought, "Oh, they were going to be the idiots who think they're they're saving the world but are really being a pain in the Autobots neck and and at this point there was a moment in this episode where i thought oh fred's gonna get laser beak and this is gonna change things nope <laughs> he just gave it back so it's
0: i mean it's story you know it's episodic i get it but
1: um i just would have liked a little more character development
0: yeah I don't kind of hoping that Vance and Fred aren't part of the team now and they get their own suits and minicons. Like three kids is enough. I, I really think
1: they will. Halfway through this, they'll be part of the team, except they'll have like different color suits or something. <laughs> oh, you know what we, we didn't talk about? There was when the Autobots arrived in the desert and they transformed, it was a really interesting transformation sequence. Mm. It was like, like a dolly zoom almost animated in with the camera as they opened up and transformed and then the camera would pull back and they'd stand up in robot form um it was really really cool that I, you know that was really nice yeah yeah. Oh, and Hotshot Punch Note Megatron. Oh, yeah, uh, if you like Hotshot, this is this is a good Hotshot episode. <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, what's the next episode we're watching, Paul? Is always underground. Uh, if you wanna see a couple guys who should just get buried, uh, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P One. Make sure you rate if you listen to your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Knit Pickers podcast show at And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later
0: we can't trust him